This is BYU Baseball. Now back to the ballpark and your host, Jason Shepard. How about this, Tuck? Nearing 100 pitches, Easton Walker, who's thrown 97, back out to start the top of the seventh. Well, he's got four weeks left in his college career, right? He's just going to let it eat. I he love has it. been phenomenal. And the first pitch to Velasquez. Lifted high in the air into right field. The catch made by Gamble. And pitch number 98 results in out number one. Velasquez, Chong, and Goulart. The six, seven, and eight hitters do up here in the seventh for the Gales. Nathan Chung is 0 for 2 with two strikeouts today. Easton with seven strikeouts in the ballgame. First pitch, strike one to Chong. The 0-1. Strike two. Boy, Easton is dealing tonight. This next pitch will be pitch number 100. The 0-2 fouled off. The count stays. No balls and two strikes. Top of the seventh inning, 10-0 BYU. Ten runs, 16 hits, a season high. No runs, three hits for the Gales. The 0-2 pitch. Fouled off to the right side. The count stays, no balls and two strikes. Base is empty, one out. The catcher, Mark Goulart, due up next. He's 0-2. As is the current batter, Nathan Chong. Another pitch fouled off to the right. Ethan Chong's a big, tall kid. Got some good-looking bodies on this team for St. Mary's. A lot of guys certainly look the part, don't they? The 0-2. Fouled back. The count stays no balls and two strikes. And obviously they still have, you know, eight outs to work with to try to come back in this game. But uh, it's just one of those games for them where yeah, everything just went right yes. for us. You know, yep. Easton pitched out of some big jams. The offense, obviously, 16 hits. I mean, if you'd have told me we would have had our career season high in hits against this pitching staff, right. <laughs> I would have told you you're crazy, Chef. The 0-2 pitch in the dirt, ball one. Chong, 6-1, a freshman out of Fullerton. We're in number nine. Nine versus nine. That's right. Walker with the one-two. Strikeout number eight for Easton Walker and out number two. That is three strikeouts of Nathan Chong. So of the seven Ks for Walker, three of them have been Chong. That'll bring in the catcher, the number eight hitter, Mark Goulart. Struck out in the third, grounded out to Walker in the fifth. That's a, such a good located fastball right there, inside under under his hands. First pitch to Goulart. Ground ball to third. Cole, double clutch across nice, the diamond in time. 
And one, two, three, go the Gales in the top of the seventh inning. It's time to stretch from Miller Park. The seventh inning stretch brought to you by doTERRA. Pursue what's pure. Back after this, BYU leading 10-0 on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. You're listening to Cougar Baseball. Alongside Tuckett Slade, here's Jason Shepard. A couple of defensive changes to make you aware of as we begin the bottom of the seventh for the Gales. J.C. Santini, the new catcher for St. Mary's, replacing Goulart. And then at first base, replacing Chong is number seven, Gabe Gioso. That looks like uh, Santiago's in, number 33 at third base. Several changes here. The batter is Andrew Pintar, looks at ball one, and now the 1-0. Misses, two balls, and no strike to Pintar, who already has his fourth home run of the season, a solo shot in the third inning, part of that big five-run bottom of the third that really broke this game wide open for the Cougars. They lead 10-0. 2-0 pitch outside, and it's now 3-0 and to the Cougars' second baseman. Well, it's funny how this game works, right? Hit in the first inning, Pintar has Mitch at third with with one out and pops up to the first baseman. He's frustrated because he didn't drive in that run. And then all he's done since then is just have three really good at-bats. Ah, tried the corner and missed on that missed one. Missed everything at <laughs> ball four. So in four oh. pitches, there's a four-pitch walk to Andrew Pintar. And that's how the bottom of the seventh begins for the BYU Cougars. Already up 10-0 on 16 hits. Well, Easton Walker's out there hugging his teammates, so it looks like his day is going to be done after seven shutout innings and three-hit ball. The batter, Cole Gamble. That's interesting because they're, I mean, they're taking a mound visit, but there's nobody... In the bullpen. Nobody ball. throwing, and now they're I got someone. getting somebody loose. But the entire infield, and it looks like the training staff also out to talk with Ryan oh, Sanders. No. Well, I mean, he missed. He, he's so big there that the first thing, and, and I don't want to assume here, not a, not a medical professional, but I've seen it a bunch, when you miss that big right there, and the first thing he did was start to squeeze his hand, that's the first common denominator of he possibly towards UCL, right? And that's, I mean, when you're starting to feel for it, you're like, God, uh, something. And they're going to you know. they're gonna have him throw on the mound to get a better evaluation. Oh, the velo looks still good. That, that's, usually the first, uh, that's usually the first sign is that the velo is going to drop a ton. And that was 85 right there on his warm-up pitch. Coach Moore is out there talking with him. And it looks like he is healthy, thank goodness. Yep, he's going to stay out. They've been able to see what they needed to and they feel comfortable leaving Ryan Sanders out there he's already thrown over 70 pitches officially have him listed at 71 yeah he, he's doing his part a game like this you need an innings eater he's doing that first pitch to gamble strike one pitch looked high and inside yet called strike one just glad you said that i appreciate that <laughs> you got your back i have a lot of friends that are umpires and 
They give me such a hard time. They're like, why are you so mean to umpires? Ground ball. About 10 feet in front of home plate, fielded by Sanders over to first. Yeah, fastball. In time. Same pitch there that he, he took for strike one. Fastball just running up and in, and he he was thought about swinging and didn't want to swing. A little bit of a half yeah, swing. A little check swing. Didn't go very far. A little check swing, come back to the pitcher, and Sanders did a good job of making that out at first base. And I really want to see a home run right here. I'm just going to tell you that. Jacob Wilk needs a home run for the cycle. Pintar at second base with one out. First pitch to Wilk. Strike one. No one count. The pitch in the dirt and a good block by Santini. Pintar staying at second base. So all of the defensive substitutions have all taken place when the Gales come to the plate will affect the seven, eight, and nine hitters. All three are different. The 1-1 pitch to Wilk. Misses away, 2-1. The 2-1 pitch. Lined into center field. Into the glove of Talamante. Good swing. Good swing. Lined right to center field, and Talamante makes the catch for out number two. Pintar staying put at second. That'll bring in the designated hitter, Josh Cowden. Two for four. Two singles, also with a line out and a strikeout. BYU leading 10-0 here in the bottom of the seventh. Game two tomorrow, 6 o'clock Mountain Time. Tuck and I'll have it for you here on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. First pitch to Cowden. Jammed him a bit up the middle. Nice play by the second baseman to at least keep it on the infield. Made the throw to first. It was nowhere near in time. And another infield single for BYU tonight. Cowden now... With three singles in the ball game, and yeah. now runners on the corners with two outs. And all three of his, he had an infield single to short, yep. the height chopper, infield singer to, to, to first base, right? And then that went up the middle of the second. That, was a, that would have been a really good play there by the second baseman. He was doing everything he could. I thought that was going to get through. But you know what? When, you, when, when you're struggling like Cowden has throughout this season, you know, at times, it's nice to get those, we call them cheap hits. Yes. Looks like there's going to be possibly a pitching change. I have not seen the yeah, they don't official word, and now he's officially made the signal. Our first pitching change, I take that back, our second pitching change of the night. We'll take a break. When we come back, we'll let you know who the Cougar batters will face. BYU leading 10-0 with two outs in the bottom of the seventh on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. 
This is BYU Baseball. Now back to the ballpark and your host, Jason Shepard. The new pitcher for St. Mary's, number 38, Diego Moran. Tuck, an ERA of 54 for this new Gales pitcher. It how, is many, a, how many innings pitched? Uh, he has pitched a third. Yeah, well, that'll do it. That'll you. do it. It's appearance number two. As we mentioned, he's pitched a third of an inning. No hits, two runs, both earned. He's walked four and struck out one. And he will be facing Hayden Latham, who has a couple of hits in the ball game already. BYU already two more hits than their season high coming into the ball game. It was 15. They have 17 in the game so far and looking for more, leading 10-0 in the bottom of the seventh inning. Well, I told you he was we were going to get 20 today. So look, gonna, you're yeah. not you're not that far off. If I get 20, you're buying the chocolate donuts, right? Yes. If we're under, then I'm buying. Okay. And, of course, you won't eat it, but I'll eat yours for you. <laughs> okay. Well, at least I know it won't go, uh, you know, uneaten and exactly. wasted. Moran getting his final warm-up throws in. Runners on the corners, two outs. Pintar is at third. Cowden is at first. And Hayden Latham walking up to the batter's box. BYU has been in control of this game really since the very beginning. They scored their first run in the bottom of the second and haven't looked back, leading 10-0. First pitch to Latham, misses, ball one. The 1-0 to Latham. Check swing. Nicely done. Ball two. Good eye there. Kept the bat on the shoulder. So two balls and no strikes. Two outs. Runners on the corners. Valdez would hit next if the inning continues. The 2-0. Gets past the catcher Santini. And Cowden advances to second. Pintar staying put at third. Yeah, hit, smartly. Yeah, hit off the pad. Came back hard. He'd have been thrown out. Plus, at this point, it's it's kind of that fine line, right? right? Ten runs, seventh inning, you know. But the way we scored runs this year, it's kind of the it's kind of weird. The three zero. This is inside, and it's a two out walk to Hayden Latham. So the bases are loaded for catcher Abe Valdez. Abe struck out in the second inning, was hit by a pitch in the third, flied out to right field in the fourth, and walked in the sixth. BYU leading 10-0, and a base hit here. He's going to score at least two. First pitch to Valdez. Ground ball gets through on the left side. Pintar will score, and they will hold up Cowden 
at third. So one run in, an RBI single from Abe Valdez, and BYU leading 11 nothing. It's all about finding a hole, and now we're at uh, 18 hits. 18 hits. the type of performance you're looking at or looking for after a great performance on Tuesday. Just keep this going. The pitch in, inside to Watkins, ball one. Well, my wife would be saying, you got to save the runs and hits. You can't <laughs> waste them all in one game. I said, honey, if it was only that easy. Yes. <laughs> and this year, it hasn't know. been. So well, just take them. The 1-0 pitch to Watkins. Misses 2-0. Because BYU has done a nice job on those Tuesday games. Five and one. Yeah, and then, you know, that doesn't always translate into the next series. So it's good to see, after a really good performance against the Sun Devils, to be able to come out and have a performance like this. Again, it's just game one. Yeah. But you love to see the at-bats that we've seen over the last two games. Well, well, as I take a mountain visit here, we can talk about this. We, we mentioned it earlier with Walker. Okay, We've scored 11 runs in his starts. Right? Yeah, it's still considered his start. Yes. Right? And he's still considered in the game because we haven't taken him out. We haven't started the eighth yet because he threw seven. We've scored 11 runs tonight. <laughs> right? In 10 games, we scored 11 runs. Now, that's not the full game, but while Correct. he was pitching, we have scored 11 runs all year on Thursday when he's on the mound, which is just awful because he deserves better, which you're facing their best arm, too. Right. right? And uh, and so it's, it's nice to finally just unleash on a Thursday night. And it's not going to get easier because their arms the next two nights are, are really good as well. But I'm happy for tonight and the, and the success so far. Let's just keep rolling. The 2-0 pitch to Watkins. Inside, ball three. No place to put Brock. He can be very selective here at 3-0. Two outs, bases loaded. There's no chance he'll be swinging here. <laughs> Moran with the 3-0. Strike one. Watkins taking all the way, as Tuck mentioned. Two outs, bases loaded. The 3-1 to Watkins. Misses ball four, and it is a RBI walk for Brock Watkins. Is that the second or third walked or hit by pitch run in? Watkins was hit by the pitch for an RBI in the third. So he has had, he's been involved in two of those. And now the batter, Mitch McIntyre, at the top of the order, still bases loaded, two outs. First pitch to Mitch outside. Santini bobbles the ball, but it doesn't get away from him. 12-0 Cougars. Pitch to McIntyre. Also gets past Santini. Latham thought about making a play home, but thought otherwise and stayed put. Santini lost the ball, but was able to react quick enough to be in position to make a throw. So smartly done by Hayden Latham, staying at third. The 2-0 pitch to McIntyre. Lifts it high into the air in center field. 
Talamante makes the catch near the warning track, but BYU adds two more in the bottom of the seventh. They lead 12-0 on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. For more BYU baseball, let's rejoin Jason Shepard. We are in the top of the eighth inning. BYU leads 12-0, and we have our first Cougar pitching change. Easton Walker, who was brilliant as tonight's starter, gives way to number 32, Tyson Heaton. This pitching change brought to you by PZ Printing. Nothing inspires like print. Tuckett Slade and Jason Shepard with you from Miller Park. Tuck, let's just go over the brilliant night for Easton Walker. Seven innings, three hits, no runs, two walks, eight strikeouts. He was unbelievable tonight. Yeah, he was really good. It's going to put him in position to possibly in the running for a pitcher of the week this year, which we haven't had a pitcher or a hitter this year for the conference. Got himself a chance. And, and he's got like four starts left in his college career, so it's really good to see him. Is this is He's got one more home start in his career, and I mean can't start the end of your career even better than this right here, Easton. JC, or excuse me, it's uh, Chris Santiago at the plate. Leading off the top of the eighth, and first pitch from Tyson Heaton, ball one to Santiago. Came in as a defensive substitution at third, now getting his first plate appearance. The 1-0, strike one. Cougars on 18 hits, a season high. The 1-1 pitch. Lifted into right field. Gamble underneath it, makes the catch. One away in the top of the eighth. Nicely done there by Tyson. I I feel for Tyson. Tyson works so hard, and he wants to be great. He's going to be good for us, but he's just really struggled this year, Shep, and especially his last you know, a couple of outings. He's he's really struggled with command and, and giving up some hard hit balls. And I, I just want to see him succeed and, and hopefully get in that first out. He can relax and have good confidence. I mean, you're up twelve nothing yeah. in the eighth. There's just, there's no pressure yeah, right now. Yeah. Finish this game off. Talamante, the batter, top of the order, looks at ball one from Heaton. The Gales with three hits in the ballgame, no runs. The 0-1 pitch. Foul back, strike two. No balls, two strikes. One out, base is empty. Delivers the 0-2 to Talamante. Fouled off to the left. We'll do it again. In the bottom of the eighth inning, the two, three, and four hitters do up for BYU. Cole, Pintar, and Gamble. I'll tell you what's also pretty impressive is in a game where BYU has dominated and led big most of this game, the majority of the crowd, Tuck, has stuck around. Yes, they have. That is pretty impressive. 
go a whole year without being able to see Cougar baseball. <laughs> you know, you finally get a chance to, and you're up big. This is the fun time to be here. The 0-2 pitch misses ball one. So one and two to the leadoff man and center fielder, Jacob Talamante. The 1-2 pitch. Fouled off. The count stays 1-2. and two. Coleman Schmidt set to hit next for the Gales. And as we mentioned, the Gales came in pretty hot team. They'd won 6 of 7. The 1-2 pitch. Fouled out out of play behind us. So one and two, the count stays. I mean, they have a team three, six, seven ERA, you know. And I'm pretty sure every single one of these runs are earned today. Yet you're right. have an error. Yeah. That's the other impressive thing. No errors on the board so far. For either team. Yeah, that's right. The one-two pitch. Talamante. Lined into left, it will fall in front of Latham. So a one-out single by Jacob Talamante gives the Gales their fourth hit and a runner at first with one out. Coleman Schmidt, who's one for three, two ground outs and a double. That double came in the sixth inning. came in leading this team with a batting average near 400. One for three today as I mentioned. First pitch to Schmidt. Strike one. Game two tomorrow. Tuck and I will have it for you here on the new skin BYU Sports Network. Six o'clock mountain time. We'll be on with a quick five-minute pregame, and then we'll have first pitch at around 6.06. Coming up after the ball game, we'll have a player. See who that is, and then head coach Mike Littlewood will join me here in the press box. The 0-1, foul back, 0-2. Have a feeling who it may be, but we'll see. What's your guess, Shep? My guess is it's Easton. Facts. Should be. That's just my guess. But Easton said something about how he doesn't like to talk to you or something. So Easton loves it. Speaking of the gym, I see Easton at the gym. We chat all the time. I, can you not talk about the gym? I just see time? him at the gym. I'm just telling you. It just happens to come up in the normal flow of conversation. <laughs> 0-2 pitch. Swing and a miss. And the first strikeout nice job, for nice Tyson job. Heaton. And that's out number two as he takes care of Coleman Schmidt. I'm just going to go on record here so everybody in the press box around us can hear this, that you are the smallest meathead I've ever met in my entire <laughs> life. Like, seriously. It's unbelievable. Oh, boy. Two outs, runners at first. I don't think I have ever been called a meathead before. <laughs> That's a new one. And they're all nodding their heads so they agree, so, you know. All right, Tyson, here we go. Two outs. It's got a nice strikeout for you. Banks is at the plate, and he looks at strike one from Tyson Heaton. I'm going to keep. Looks like keep. it's uh, Jack Murphy pinch hitting here. 
of Jack Murphy Stadium? Is this the man named after the stadium? Or the stadium named after? It is not. But you're right, it is a pinch hitter, Jack Murphy. His first at bat. He got him to pop it up into left field. Latham underneath it. Out number three, and another zero on the board for the St. Mary's Gales. Cougars leading 12-0, heading to the bottom of the eighth on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. This is BYU Baseball. Now back to the ballpark and your host, Jason Shepard. New pitcher for the St. Mary's Gales. Number 32, Casey Candiotti. Comes in with an ERA of 99 and an 0-1 record. It's appearance number two. Does not even show that he has pitched a third of an inning, but he's given up a run. And the first pitch to Peyton Cole is grounded to first. Peyton out three unassisted to begin the bottom of the eighth inning. Cougars leading 12-0. Feel for Peyton. Fantastic kid. Just uh, had a tough night offensively, but he's been lights out defensively. And if I can choose, I'll always choose defense. Right, play good defense. Look, and the way you can look at it is they didn't they need didn't his need bat today. No. They just, tomorrow he's going to get picked up. That's what I'm saying. Exactly. I like to think it. Yes. Once in a while, you surprise me. <laughs> Pintar looks at ball one. Penny three for four on the day, including a solo home run. Home run number four for Pintar. Just snuck his average to 300 on the dot. Nice and climbing. Need a hit here. Keep it above it. Ground ball foul. One ball and one strike. Plus, we need two more hits. Base is empty. One out. 1-1 one, one count. The 1-1 one, one pitch misses. 2-1. and one. One lifted down the right field line and foul into the Gale bullpen. We're trying to find out if Casey Candiotti on the mound is related somehow to Tom Candiotti. I'm not seeing anything on the Gales website under the bio. Oh. 2 2 pitch, and that was a good 10 feet behind Pintar. Candiotti just lost grip yeah. of that. Did you see that sequence last night in the Phillies game with Bryce Harper? Yeah, it was oh, uh, It was against my Cardinals. I was watching. Oh, of course you were. <laughs> we did get the walk-off wild pitch today. You guys deserve to lose that game last night. <laughs> the payoff pitch to Pintar. High for ball four, and it's a one-out walk to Andrew Pintar. That is back-to-back walks. He walked in the seventh and now walked in the eighth. That was such a weird sequence last night when, when Bryce got hit, and then it was uh, uh, DeGorius, right? Didi? Yeah. Right after the next pitch. I felt for your, the pitcher because he didn't do it on purpose. No, no, no. He, he didn't do it on he purpose. He didn't do it on purpose, and 
the manager for the Cardinals, Mike Schiltz, said if there wasn't the three yeah, batter he minimum, him. he, he would have pulled yeah. him. And I was talking about that today. I was like, he was forced. Yes. You know, it, it, unless the umpire tossed him, he was forced to go one more batter. Yes. Gamble looking at strike one from Candiotti. That's one of the new rules in Major League Baseball. I, I yeah. love the extra inning rule. I love the seven-inning yeah. doubleheader rule. But the, the three-batter minimum is dumb because it hasn't shortened any games. In fact, they're longer last year. Well, it, to me, part of it is let the managers manage. You're taking it out of their hands, right? Because you're like, oh, you have to throw. Yes. If you're going to pitch him, you have to throw three batters. It's like, hey, if you want a one-batter matchup, you should have the right to do that. Right. You know, And baseball was, was better when they were allowing that. Agreed. Healthy swing there by Cole. Yep, strike two to Cole Gamble. Pintar at first after a one-out walk. Or excuse me, one and two. Gamble two for three today. Candiotti with the pitch outside. The EFIS, 54 miles. Shep, Shep. Look. Shep, do you see that velocity? He knows knows I'm in the building. He's trying to impress me. I mean, Shep. That is so close. If you just reverse that, right? That's I was 47. Oh, and, again, it was about pitch location, not 2-2 two, two pitch. Fouled off. The count stays 2-2. Two and two. And let's not forget, we were talking about a first pitch. It's not like it was in any game or anything. Well, yeah, then you should throw as hard as you possibly can, which you did. Because I knew I would sail it if I did. 2-2 two, two pitch. Back to the screen. I just I really thought you were going to 50 cent it. Oh, no. <laughs> that is one of the worst, horrible first pitches ever. If you've not seen it, YouTube, 50 cent first pitch. It is embarrassing. It is so good. And so when I say embarrassing, good, yeah. I mean fabulous. 2-2 two, two pitch, high. Three and two. There's only one first pitch that, besides, if, unless you're really bad, no one remembers the first pitch, right? right? Except for one first pitch, and that was President Bush after 9 11. It is the best first pitch in the history of first pitches. It's unbelievable. Still get chills when I watch it. Payoff yep. pitch. Chopped foul. And the count stays three and two. Yeah, every time we get to that point of the season where it's the one year anniversary yeah. of, of that and you or the the anniversary of that and they show that pitch after 9-11 president bush throwing the first pitch just chills every single time it's amazing three balls two strikes one out runner at first three two misses low and it's back-to-back walks the first to pintar now to gamble candiotti after retiring peyton cole has walked the next two batters, and that'll bring in Jacob Wilk. With runners at first and second, one out. And what does he need for the cycle, Tuck? Off the scoreboard. Okay. All right. Hey, let's just say this, right? I mean, you got a chance to make history here. I mean, this is not an easy feat to do here. Come on, Jake. You're When you're up 12 runs, he's got nothing on his mind right here, then I'm leaving the yard. <laughs> first pitch to Wilk. Misses away. Ball one. And he better fall down swinging. Because trust me, he knows. If you say, oh, I, I didn't know, well, he'd be lying to you. He knows. And even if he didn't know, somebody so, did, exactly, and they told him. Exactly. The 1-0 pitch. Strike one, even in the count, one ball and one strike. Due up in the ninth inning, 
the four, five, and six hitters. So middle of the order, Mann, Espinosa, and Velasquez do up in the top of the ninth when we get there. The 1-1 pitch. Ground ball to short. Could be two. Over to second for one. Over to first in time. 6-4-3 on the double play. And we'll head to the top of the ninth. Cougars leading 12-0 on the new skin. BYU Sports Network. For more BYU baseball, let's rejoin Jason Shepard. Tyson Eaton out the top of the ninth. Pitching to the four, five, and six hitters. Blake Mann. Javi Espinosa and Kyle Velasquez are the batters due up here. And it looks like there's already a change. Number 21 is Eric Smelko. Will bat here in the top of the ninth. Also a defensive substitution in left field. Cooper Vest, the freshman, now in left. The pitch, strike one on the outside part of the plate to Smelko. There's been some interesting names this year, right? How about <laughs> yes. the ones in Omaha? I mean, those were those were some very elite, interesting ones. Elite last names, very much so. The 0-1 pitch misses high, one and one. One ball, one strike. Twelve nothing lead for BYU here in the top of the ninth, and the one-one pitch from Heaton. Misses away, two and one. Umpire's done a really good, really nice job tonight. I'm going to give him a compliment. He, uh, I mean, Adam Dowdy has done a really good job. And strike two. So two balls, two strikes. There was a pitch right before that uh, swing and miss there that it was borderline outside corner, and he didn't call it a strike, which 12 nothing game in the ninth. You and, usually get that. Yeah, and... He's sticking to the zone, which is the way it should be. 2-2 pitch. Ground ball up the middle. Glove by Pintar. Bobbles it. No throw. That should be a hit for Smelko. Yeah, it would have been a really tough play for Pintar. I was actually thinking, mind, don't throw it. You know, he's had the the shoulder problem, you know. You don't want to mess with anything when you're up 12-0. Yeah, he's don't want to get anybody hurt in this situation. That's the both sides. Yeah, absolutely. That's the fifth hit of the ball game for the Gales. So, runner at first, nobody out. And Javi Espinosa, the second baseman, batting. Espinosa 0 for 2 with a walk. And he looks at ball one from Tyson Heaton. Stay with us after the ball game. Post-game coverage, player and coach interviews. Head coach Mike Littlewood. And a player to be named will join me to discuss this one. And it's been a fun one, to say the very least. 12-0 BYU. 1-0 pitch. Misses. Two balls and no strikes to Espinosa. Tyson nearing 20 pitches. BYU starter. Easton Walker, seven innings of three-hit baseball today. Eight strikeouts. 2-0 pitch to Espinosa, strike one. So the count, two and one. 
the 2-1. Lifted high in the air down the left field line. Vest on the move near the warning track. Makes the catch. Nicely done by the freshman. One away here in the top of the ninth. Cougars need two more outs to make this one final. Well, usually uh, when you're a uh, late replacement, the ball seems to always find you. And, and the whole reason why Coach put him in there was the hope that the ball would find him because he needs some work out there. Young freshman, he, he, he didn't see it right off the bat, but made a good adjustment, went down the line, and this, the replay shows him smiling like he always does. <laughs> He's always got a smile yeah. on his face. Kyle Velasquez now batting with a runner at first and one out. First pitch to Velasquez. Chopper to second. Double play not there, so throw to first in time. One away, or excuse me, two away. Runner at second base. BYU one out from ending this ball game and getting a shutout. Yeah, that's what matters right now. That's absolutely what matters. Gabe Gioso will bat now. Chip, thanks for having me on. Excited for tomorrow. Yeah. It's always nice to be on the radio when we win. Absolutely. Let's keep it rolling tomorrow. 6 o'clock Mountain Time. We'll be back on the air with you. First pitch to Gioso. Swing and a miss. Strike one. I'm going to be honest with you, Shep. Uh, when we're losing and I'm up here, the coach uh, the coach can come out at me at times. And I, I, I get angry. I haven't thrown my headset this year, though. You have not. Yep. Yeah, we we had a talk about we, that. Yeah, we, we fixed that. And, and have not. Ago. We've two years ago, yeah. and we have not had an incident since. Yeah, you know, some of us can grow up. We're still trying to grow up. <laughs> oh, one pitch, low, one and one. Well, when I found out how much they cost, I realized, yeah, I probably shouldn't do that yeah. anymore. Yeah. <laughs> Runner at second, two outs, twelve nothing lead for BYU. Heaton with the 1-1 to Gioso. Low for ball two. Uh, get your ground out right here, Tice. Velasquez, oh for, or excuse me, Gioso, his first at-bat for coming in as a substitution two innings ago. The 2-1 pitch. Fouled off to the right, 2-2. Two and two. The Gales down to their final strike. Runner at second. Two balls, two strikes, two outs. Come on, Tice. Finish it off. The 2-2 pitch. Swing and a miss. It's a strikeout. And it's a BYU winner, and they do it in dominating fashion. Easton Walker gets the win, and he was absolutely brilliant tonight. The Cougars, with a season-high 18 hits, score 12 runs, and they dominate game one of this three-game series. Your final from Provo, 12 to nothing. We'll take a break. We'll come back with post-game stats plus player interviews. We will talk with Easton Walker, and we'll hear from the head coach of the Cougars, Mike Littlewood. It's all coming up when we return to Miller Park. Cougars get the win 12-0 on the new skin, BYU Sports Network.